everybody, and welcome back to another episode of What the Chell, your friendly neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast. We are your hostesses. I'm Natalia. And I'm Haley. And if Natalia sounds a little bit sleepy today, it's because she had a big day yesterday at Ducks Disney Day. You want to tell us about it? Yeah, Ducks Disney Day was super fun. I feel like I may or may not have like kind of fumbled the bag a little bit because oh, I <laughs> yeah. Um, to me, it felt like a Disney day with like very small ducks themed undertones. Okay. And um, at first I thought that maybe it was like a poor planning thing on the duck side of things. And that was why. But after scrolling Twitter last night and seeing that everybody seemed to have a blast and met a ton of players and had fun at all of these like ducks themed interactive activities and all this stuff... I think I just didn't know where to be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and um, I don't Aww. think I, like, like, I missed pretty much every single thing except for, like, they did this little parade where they had the players um, go down, like, the Main Street version of California Adventure. Um, I think it might have been, it, this is like an it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad everybody else had fun. And I had fun at Disneyland. But I think if I do go again, I'll have to focus more on, like, ducks activities and um what's going on in terms of the ducks because i definitely did not do that but i will say that the puck brownie needs to come back next year because it was so good Ooh, i love a brownie oh same and you stick a ducks logo on it and it's it's just like practically made for me so (laughs) but (laughs) i'm so exhausted i feel so so sleepy i think with every single time that i go to disneyland it's more and more apparent that i need to start doing yoga (laughs) because my body just doesn't bounce back the way it used to so yeah tell um, me about it (laughs) yeah so eight miles at disney will do that to you unfortunately yeah i'm sure maybe next year i'll get enough advance notice that I could come fly out and come with you and we can focus on all the ducks activities. Oh, that'd be so fun. That'd be fun. I'd love that. Definitely we'll have to do that if they do it again next year, which I hope they do. I think they should. Yeah, it seems it seems like like a really fun fun event. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. How was your week? Uh nothing special. I mean (laughs) we're kind of entering a slower period of of work and the gray winter has fully set in in dc so it's been chilly and cloudy and rainy so nobody's really wanting to come walk in a garden so work is slow but fair that's good because we've been busy and like yesterday i was off and i just had this whole like get my life together day which was much needed because i had so many things that i just kept putting off and putting off and putting off and finally i was like okay we need we need to get this stuff done this is a little ridiculous so that was that was good I feel like that's what a dreary January day has to offer too you know when you spend your day kind of getting it together that's like the perfect time for it because you don't want to go outside anyway I was like I am not leaving the house today (laughs) I walked over to CVS that's as far as I went that's like two feet out my front door so (laughs) it sounds like you had a productive week though it was good. good yeah yeah Everyone needs those now and again. Yeah. All righty. Jumping into our news of the week, I think this might be the first episode where I don't have a whole slew of news, and that's really shocking to me because yeah. it feels like we've yeah. always had a lot of news, but um, it's a yeah, very light just, news week. Yeah. We have a lot of players that have uh, 
return from LTIR. Um, Tom Wilson, my Yay. absolute favorite player in the NHL, is back, and I'm stoked about it. Um, he's back from uh, torn ACL. And then his fellow teammate, Nicholas Backstrom, um, is back from a hip injury as well. They've both been gone for months, so it was super exciting to see them back this week. Um, and they were both just talking about in post-game interviews and media how excited they were to be back and how much love they felt from the fans. And a really cool little like parallel thing is Tom Wilson is number 43, and he got to return on game 43 of the season. So it was just like really cool, and it was it was probably so special. I wish I could have been there, but I couldn't make it. But it was great to see on TV too, just see them back on the ice. Aww. The, the Capitals are on the mend. We love to see it. We love to see it. Haley's happy. <laughs> Tom Wilson is back. <laughs> this is a good thing. Speaking of players are who are back from LTIR, Andre Pallat of the New Jersey Devils is back, and Max Pacioretty had his first handful of games as a Carolina Hurricane after having surgery to repair a torn Achilles tendon. Um, he actually scored twice in his second game back, which unfortunately ended in a shootout loss to the Blue Jackets, but really good for him that he bounced back so quickly. Yeah, good on him for just coming out hot out of the gate. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> he came in nice. like a hurricane. Uh, hey. <laughs> that was a bad one. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's your, there is your what the chell uh, roll your eyes pun for the week. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hit it a little earlier than usual, but... <laughs> Hopefully we keep you guys around. Other people that are coming in hot uh, Ooh! is uh, Nila Lupushinova in Killed the uh, 2023 IIHF Women's Under-18 World Championship. It's happening right now in Austerland, Sweden. Um, and you can actually stream it on ESPN Plus and NHL Network, which is super cool that they're streaming, uh, you know, girls hockey. Like, yeah, we'd love to see that. That's awesome. Um, so Nila Lapushinova is 14, and she is an absolutely phenomenal player. At 14, she's in the Worlds, and she scored a Hattie in one game. And then in another game, she uh, pulled off a solo Michigan, which was just mind-blowing it's like what was I doing at 14 not that not that (laughs) yeah I don't know what I was doing at 14 but I certainly was not scoring the Michigan nor am I doing that now (laughs) (laughs) right it's like you see these players that are younger than you doing this incredible stuff and you're sitting in your bedroom like recording a podcast (laughs) where where did I go wrong like (laughs) yeah she's awesome so keep an eye on Neela She's a lot of fun to watch, and I think she's going to do really great things in the hockey world. If she already has. Yeah. 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 She's going to so. continue to do yeah, great things. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of ones to watch, our silly little hockey topic of the week is the All-Star Game and our opinions about it, which of course we have quite a lot of. <laughs> we do have a lot of opinions. And mostly good opinions. Mostly good, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it seems like there's a bit of a change in the way that the voting has worked this year in comparison to seasons before. So we're we're not going to delve super far in deep into those. But just so you guys know, um, there are a few differences in the voting format. And 
the first one is that the fans had the opportunity this year. Oh, this is last season. Um, <laughs> that's okay. okay. That's okay. Struggling hard already. I told you guys I was half asleep. Okay. Last season, the fans had the opportunity to vote for their team captains before the NHL hockey operations team chose their remaining rosters. And at that point, they weren't limited to one player per team. And then after that, fans had the opportunity to choose a final player in for each division. And they called that like the last man in. Really cutesy name for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then this year, it's different because uh, the hockey operations already selected one player from each team. So 32 total players have been picked and they're going to represent their division. So there's going to be, you know, four teams for the different divisions. And then the fans get to vote in 12 more players. Uh, They get to vote in two additional players and one additional goalie from each division. So it's kind of more of a fan interactive voting this year. We get more opportunity to choose who we want to see versus last year where we pretty much only voted for two people per division. So it's a little bit of an upgrade in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the biggest change is probably that there's now one player from each team represented. Um, and I really love that. I think mm-hmm. especially because it gets more fans to tune in because you go and watch like your designated player from your team. Um, but that being said, I feel like it's really, really hard to pick one player from each team. And especially when you start throwing goalies into the mix, you start to get some tricky picks. Yeah, like, I, I agree. It's, it's great to see one person from each team and see every team represented. But on the teams that have those big, big names, like on the Caps, like, we have Ovi. He's, you know, obviously, yeah. he's Ovi. He's, like, the face of the NHL, it seems, <laughs> Yeah, lately. he's going to be the obvious choice, for like, sure. Like, he's going to be the choice. And then some of our other really talented guys, like Oshie and Kuzi and Wilson, some of our old-timers, they get outshone every single year. I think I saw that this was, like, the 13th time Ovi's been all-star or something yeah so it's 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 it was like double digits for sure so it's like it's great that every team gets represented but on teams like the caps it's just like you already know who's gonna get he's the shoe in and so it's never like oh that's so exciting like oh she gets to go this year yeah so that's a little bit of a little bit of a negative to the format do you think that they got the format right this time, or does it kind of need some tweaking? And if so, what tweaks would you suggest? I mean, I do like that we that fans get to vote for more people this year. Yeah. Um, it does become a little bit of, like, a popularity contest. Um, like, who can get the most votes? Who's the most liked on, you know, in each division and things? Which is not necessarily a bad thing, because fans get to see the players that they want to see. So it's more of, I feel like, it creates more of a balance of, this is a really, really talented player, and I just really like to watch this player play. So I kind of like it, although I do still kind of wish that fans got to vote for even more people. Yeah. I think it's like, it just leads to these weird situations where players who like the NHL obviously wants to attend because they're like the quote unquote faces of the league end up attending because you can't really like pick anyone else. 
Yeah. Like, you have to have the OV, which we kind of already touched on. Like, you yeah. can't not pick Crosby, you know? Yeah. But I feel like my suggestion would be is I feel like it'd be really cool if they could have it so that fans could also vote for, like, who participates in the skill competitions mm. so that you could kind of give more players the opportunity to attend and then like the players with that kind of like panache and personality could be showcased in a way that like really really highlights that um that was a really fancy word panache, panache. <laughs> i know i'm whipping out the yeah i'm whipping out all the fancy vocabulary whipping out the sat vocabulary over here <laughs> i don't have a thesaurus like i said i was gonna get last time but clearly i don't need one <laughs> no but like for example um barzell hasn't gone back to the all-star game since he won the fastest skater title and i think that was it's got to be like a few seasons ago now um but i think it would have been really really cool to have him battle against kairu who won it last year and Mm, neither of them are going and i just think that that's kind of like a missed opportunity because that would have been really cool that would be really cool i think that creates a lot more like fan interaction having them vote who they want to see in those skill competitions because i feel like fan interaction and make you know pleasing the fans is kind of the point of all-star weekend anyway like nothing counts toward the players points it doesn't count toward team records it's just some of the best and like the favorite players in the league showing off for the fans so i feel like that's a great way to get fans more of what they want to see i guess that kind of like begs the question and maybe this is something we can like throw on our as a poll on our Instagram at some point, but yeah, is the all-star game like a way to showcase the best players in the league or is it like purely for entertainment value or is it kind of like a sweet spot of both? Yeah, that would be really interesting. We'll definitely put a poll on our story for you guys to vote on. And if you have more of a nuanced in-depth opinion, shoot us a DM or, uh, you know, tweet us on Twitter uh, yeah. Tweet us on Twitter. Tweet duh. us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> duh. Yeah. I'm really, conf- I'm really, like, I know it's not really up to fans because the NHL is obviously going to have the answer to that question. And it's going to be up to them. But I'm curious what people think the answer is and what they think it should be. Yeah. Because I think that's two different answers there. But um, I don't know. I think it seems like to me the hockey operations department did a really good job of picking. Um, yeah, I agree and for sure. In years past, they've supposedly taken each team's opinion into account. Um, but it seems like they didn't do that this year. So I kind of am curious how you feel about who they picked. Um, like, do you think they did a good job? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like we saw the expected people get picked ov crosby mcdavid you know those really big really talented players right but i feel like they also threw in some kind of unexpected picks this year like Mm -hmm. brock nelson from the islanders i feel like that's not the obvious choice from the islanders but it brings in something fresh and i almost kind of i i like i love that i love getting to see these unexpected players and i kind of wish they would do that more and stop picking those big names the faces of the league over and over and over again every single year i wish they would kind of switch it up and pick other 
talented players from those teams that get outshone by their big names. Yeah. Kind of like a rising talent. Like who's who's playing yeah. well this season and let's yeah. decide based on that. Um I think to me there were a, a handful of questionable picks. Um, but I really like that there were a lot of wild cards and newbies, kind of like you said. Yeah. Um, and it seems to me like in most cases they focused on the performance rather than picking on entertainment value and like the fan favorites. Um, besides the big names, like you said, like the Obies, Crosbys, McDavid's, those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can't really be mad about what they picked. I don't no, think they made great, great, great picks. I would I just think... like to see some more fresh faces. Yeah, there were some, like, unexpected ones for me. Um, I think Tarasenko seems like an odd pick because he's on IR, and right now he's set to miss the next four weeks with a hand injury, um, which puts us pretty much right exactly at the All-Star game, mm -hmm. um, which is cutting it pretty close. Um, I don't know if they figured that maybe they could replace him with Kairou because... You know, he was going to be there. Um, he was there last year. And I just don't know if maybe they were thinking they could replace him if he wasn't healed by then. Um, yeah, I wonder what their backup plan is, because that is cutting it super, super close. Yeah, it just seems like an odd choice. Not that like Tarasenko isn't great, because I think he is, but it just seems like it's cutting it kind of close. Yeah. Um, then the other one for me that I thought was kind of random was Seth Jones for the Blackhawks. Um because he hasn't really been having, like, a super outstanding season. Like, he's only got two goals and 11 assists so far. Um, and I'm not really sure how you pick a Seth Jones when, you, when you've got, like, a Jonathan Taves or a Patrick Kane. Um, yeah. But even if they wanted to opt for, like, a left, less obvious choice, um, Max Domi is ranked second in team scoring right now, and he's never been to the game. So it I just think seems it's like a just, random pick. Yeah, I think it's really surprising when they kind of go for the – the big names and the big faces that they didn't pick Patrick Kane. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has 27 points this season, which is a lot more than Seth Jones has. And yeah. he's kind of like, I feel like when you think Blackhawks, you kind of think Patrick Kane. Yeah, definitely. So if not, that was, Taves. yeah, that was an interesting choice. I don't know if it was maybe like they needed a defenseman. Mm -hmm. um, maybe. And that's what happened. But yeah, it just seemed like a very interesting pick to me. Um, and then last but not least, Kevin Hayes, I think was super unexpected. I know a lot of people were saying that Travis Konechny was more deserving of the two, but I'm part of the crowd that I, that thinks it's really awesome that they picked him. Um, he spoke to the media about being picked and he shared that this was kind of the one thing that his brother wanted to him, him to accomplish since he stopped playing hockey. Um, and unfortunately his brother very sadly passed away. And I, I think it's just awesome that kevin will have the opportunity to honor him in such a special way yeah that so. was there was a it was a really sweet video we'll throw it up on our story if you haven't seen it i just i love and it just makes my heart swell when players are just so grateful and so emotional mm -hmm. about being picked for all-star which is why i love the the unexpected picks and the fresh picks and the first timers because they just get so excited about it and yeah. it's just like so sweet to see these like big giant men like getting all emotional and like tearing up <laughs> we love a good wholesome moment on this podcast don't we we sure do you can't go wrong with wholesome content <laughs> agreed 100 percent. but um i think the cool thing is is that we do have the opportunity to 
now vote in other players. Yeah. Um, we have the chance to vote in two players and one goalie from each division. And um, I kind of feel like we should dive into who we're picking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been voting every single day, so. Oh, I'm glad you have because I have certainly not been doing that. <laughs> like, have Get not exercised that. my right to vote. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully nobody's relying on me to vote them in because if one of if one of our picks doesn't get in it's gonna be your fault see but that's the thing is like i'll be mad about it (laughs) and then i'll be like i'll be like darn it why did nobody vote well natalia you probably should have voted yourself (laughs) yeah so i will need to be getting my votes in over the next few days or so until the voting closes on the 17th but um jumping in i think my pick for the Metro would be Ilya Sorokin. And of course I have to pick an Islander. But <laughs> that being said, I think he's one of the most criminally underrated goalies in the league. And yeah. the goalie pick was tough in the Metro because you have Shesterkin. And to me, that makes sense. But in terms of picking the representative from the Islanders, I think you have to go Sorokin over anyone else. Like to me, he's just the MVP night after night. And like there's a lot of games that we would have lost if it didn't have to do with Sorokin um, yeah, saving our asses. <laughs> he, <laughs> he is the star of the Islanders this Just season, like more so than sure. anyone else on the team. Yeah. 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 Um, and I love Brock. Like, I'm, I'm really stoked that he has the opportunity to go. Um, he's tied with Anders Lee for the most goals scored on the Island, Islanders this season. Um but he just doesn't seem like the natural pick to me. Like, I think, to me, I would have picked Sorokin for the Metro goalie and chosen a different Ranger, um, especially because there are just so many other Rangers you could have gone with, um, including Mika Zibanejad, who got invited last year and had to drop out last minute um, due to personal reasons. Aww. Um, so I just think it would have been nice to give him the chance to go. And um, Yeah. But, I mean, you can't, you really can't be mad about Shesterkin being the goalie either, so... I don't know. The, it just seems the, like an odd pick. The Metro's just so freaking stacked this season. Yeah. It's just like yeah. it, uh, the poor at uh, the poor hockey operations team probably had they such had a, a tough hard time. job. Yeah. Yeah. They had a tough but, job. I mean, maybe Zabanajad will get to go. Maybe he'll get voted in. I've been kind of alternating my votes, but like kind of shuffling him into my votes because yeah. he's he definitely deserves it, especially after being invited and not being able to go. Yeah, fingers crossed he's one of the people that, that gets voted in. Yeah. Well, uh, my pick for the Metro is probably not surprising if you've listened to this <laughs> podcast at all. Uh, I'm going to go with Evgeny Kuznetsov uh, because I just love him <laughs> with my whole heart. He's a really talented player. He's very dynamic. He has 36 points so far this season. Um, He really just takes all the plays in stride. He's kind of been shuffled around lines um, this season, and he still just shows up and shows out. And he's really good at assists and passing the puck to those uh, big scorers. And we have a Mm -hmm. lot of big scorers who have already been picked, like Ovi, Hughes, Crosby, Johnny Hockey, um, that are going. So to have an asset like Koozie, who's very yeah. good at getting the puck to the scorers, would be really, really good for the Metro division in the game. I feel like those playmakers really stand out in an all-star game setting. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be really, really fun to watch with this one, for sure. 
and sure. a bird celly in the all-star game yes would just be iconic <laughs> <laughs> okay jumping into i think i say jumping into all the time that That's might be the new i love that one of your go-to transitions <laughs> is jumping into jumping into jumping into okay kyle connor of the winnipeg jets i'm honestly not sure why nobody talks about him because he's such a hidden gem um i have him in my fantasy team this season and i'm so glad i had the opportunity to grab him because i like i honestly think if he was one on one of the big name teams he'd be one of those players that's just talked about all the time yeah um and i was like super shocked to figure this out but he's actually last year last season he scored three more goals than Connor mcdavid Dang. which like i just feel like needs to be mentioned because if you're up there anywhere close to Connor mcdavid in terms of scoring that's just insane like he's such a sniper i think he'd be really fun to watch in a game like this i think it's the kind of place where he would really thrive um there's a lot of jets who i think would have been a really good pick and a lot of them tend to fly under the radar um I think because they're in Winnipeg. <laughs> was that um, a pun? The Jets fly under the Jets. The, the Jets fly under. It was an unintentional one, but <laughs> I'm not mad at it. <laughs> um, but I'm really glad they they picked Josh Morrissey because I really like him. I think he's a solid defensive pick. Yeah. Um, I think it would be really. I could see how it would be hard to pick just one. So you can't be too mad. But he he's my vote in for sure for the central. Yeah, I mean he's. Definitely incredible. I I agree. I think just simply because he's on the Jets, which are kind of a not so talked about team in the league. Yeah, I think that's why we didn't know. Our minds were just absolutely blown when we saw that stat about him beating McDavid and scoring. We were on Facetime and we were like, "That huh? can't be right." Yeah, like, what? <laughs> we checked a good five or six times to make sure that that was correct because it was just so mind blowing to both of yeah. us. Definitely well-deserved, well-deserved yeah. to be in. Um, the Central Division is probably the division that I know the least about. <laughs> so <laughs> if I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, it's because I don't. Um, <laughs> but my pick for the Central Division is Roman Yossi. Um, That's a solid pick. Yeah, he's an awesome player. He's phenomenal. He has 32 points on the season. Uh, Ten of those are goals, which seems kind of high for a defenseman for me. Like, you know, yeah. he's not – his job isn't goal scoring. <laughs> like, no. his job is defense. But he's really, really good. And he's also the captain of the Preds. So he's kind of one of the other, quote-unquote, faces of the league. So I feel like it'd just be great to have him there. And he seems like a cool guy with good personality. So yeah, those are the, the fun players to watch. For sure. For sure. For sure. Speaking of fun players to watch – that's a that's a better transition than jumping into. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I tried. I'm getting better at it. Okay. Pasta. I don't know how he's not going. Like I yeah. I I just don't understand. Like I think that was surprising. Olmark is such a great goaltender option for the Atlantic, especially because he's a first timer, but I feel like you just have to have Pasta there. Like first and foremost, he's just really entertaining to watch both on and off the ice, and then he's got the skills. Yeah. And he's got the personality that you want in a game like this. So I, he just seems like a shoe-in. Um, he's also currently second in the league in goals scored and fourth fourth in the league in points this season. And he's leading Boston in both of those categories by, like, a huge margin. So I just don't know how you have an all-star game without inviting David Pasternak, to be honest. 
I feel like he's kind of the definition of all-star. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, like a well-rounded dude. Yeah. That was really surprising that he wasn't picked. And I have a really good feeling that because he's just so loved across the league oh, that yeah. he's going to get voted in. Yeah. I don't doubt like, it. Nobody hates pasta. <laughs> they shouldn't if they hate The food it. or anybody... the person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I, yeah. I, I've been voting for him. Yeah, me too. So. Definitely. Not that I, my votes count for much because I haven't been doing it very frequently, but I'm glad you've got my back. <laughs> I think a lot of people are probably voting for pasta, so. I think so, too. I'm not too worried about him. Uh, my Atlantic choice was another one that I was kind of surprised by, and I feel like he kind of got s- snubbed a little bit, uh, yeah. Vasilevsky. I mean, he's truly one of the best goalies in the league. Like, I was looking at his stats he has over 10,000 saves in his career with the Lightning, which just blew my mind. My jaw is on the floor. <laughs> I was like, did I read this number right? Yeah, it was over 10,000. And I feel like he's just a huge part of the Lightning's success. Like, the Lightning has some really great players, really good goal scorers. But I feel like they would not continue to go as far as they go every year without Vasilevsky. Yeah. And easy. so... I just, I was, I feel like he just got snubbed and I really hope he gets in because it is well-deserved. I really don't have anything to add here except for the fact that, like, as an Islanders fan, I have a deep hatred for Tampa. (laughs) And, like, I secretly still want to see Vasilevsky in the All-Star game. Like, Not a secret anymore. Not a secret anymore. It's all shared with you. The tea (laughs) has been spilled. I, yeah, I love Vasilevsky so much. I just... I, like, I hate him for the purpose of the fact that he, like, saves all the goals that I need him to not save. But <laughs> um, I think he's he's uh, he's a shoe-in. I don't really know how he didn't get picked. I It's a snub to me. Yeah, definitely. All right. Got one more division. All right. We're getting on our Ducks talk again. We're not biased. It's We're fine. not biased at all. <laughs> um... <laughs> And it's it's come to the time in the podcast where I talk about Trevor Zegris. So <laughs> <laughs> nobody's surprised. I have to make a case for Z. And like, I'm really, I'm really, really glad that Troy got the nod. Oh, um, I love Troy Terry. Me too. <laughs> he's just the best. And he's so good at hockey. He really is. He's currently tied with Trevor for the lead scorer on the team. So I think it really could have gone either way. Um. But I'm really, really glad he got the chance to go for a second year in a row because I think he definitely earned it. And when you're on a team with a big personality like Trevor Zegers, you kind of get nudged into the shadow of him. And I'm really glad that he got the, like, spot in the All-Star game because I think he just, he really deserves it, so... Yeah, and he was super grateful for it. Yeah. It was a really sweet video, All uh, the coaches i guess it was the coaches brought all the all of the team into their like media room and um he was like i gotta show you guys a video real quick and they put a video up on the board and he got the all-star message delivered by uh former football player troy aikman um and he was basically like from one troy to another so you're the pick for the all-star and he was just so emotional and he was like oh my dad's gonna be so excited and he was talking about how he loves this team it was really cute we'll pop it up on our story it was he was Definitely one of those emotional players. Very, very grateful to be chosen for the All-Star. 
I think, and like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's because he's named after Troy Aikman. Oh, is he? I think. Oh, I don't know if I like made that up. I might have, but I'm pretty sure that that's why. Oh, that's cool. But um, in terms of Trevor, I like. I think if they were to have an option for us to vote for like a specific challenge, like a player that we want to appear in that, I think the breakaway challenge was literally made for him, um, especially after seeing what he did with it last year. Um, but beyond the like pure entertainment aspect, I'd love to see him play three on three too. So he's he's a good hockey player. Like yeah, simply put, he's really good he's fun to watch and he's very very talented yeah and i like he's on the freaking cover of nhl 23 like i don't know chow chow (laughs) that's how we named our podcast people we saw that commercial and loved it so much (laughs) i know it's i mean it's kind of got the like two people that we like adore so go watch that commercial if you haven't it's fantastic (laughs) but anyways like you can't not have him at the game anyways it's as simple as that i'm getting off my pedestal he's literally the face of nhl 23 (laughs) and he's not you've got to have him there um (laughs) i obviously strongly agree with picking z as the one of the pacific representatives but i can also make a really strong case for mason mctavish um he is showing incredible talent and promise at only 19 and i think he's really shining on the ducks um he has 26 points so far this season um and i say this with all the Mm. love in my heart (laughs) um that's kind of impressive when your team doesn't score very much that was a really nice way to say it you could have just said we sucked well i want to be nice because i do love the ducks you're turning me into a wholehearted ducks fan nat um so I mean, 26 points on a team that doesn't score all that much is really, really good. And he also is just another fun, big personality, fun to watch. And he's been playing on the line with Troy a lot this season. So it would be cool to see that duo in action on the All-Star if we could. Um, They play well together. And so he's just, he's awesome. He's a great talent. And I would love to see him get to play with some of those older players and the big names and kind of see those dynamics in action. I agree. I think that'd be really cool. I think McTavish is going to be one of those players who gets to go in the future. Oh, yeah. If he um, doesn't go this year, he will get to go. It'll be soon. For sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. We are super curious who you're voting for. So definitely tweet us, DM us, tell us who is on your list. And um, don't forget to get those last minute votes in. I think by the time this episode goes up, you'll have maybe 10 hours to vote. So yeah, when this episode goes up, it'll be the last day. Votes close January 17th at midnight. Um, so get your last minute votes in when you're after you're listening to this episode. Yeah, go for it. Go do it. <laughs> And then tell us who you voted for, because we're curious. Yeah, I really want to know. Please tell us. I feel like we ask you guys to tell us something every week. This is the one I'm most curious about. <laughs> yeah. Please tell us who you voted for. <laughs> Please fill our DMs. Slide on in. Talk to us. Okay. I think right. that wraps up our silly little hockey topic of yeah. the week. Lots of opinions. Hopefully you agree with them. If you don't. That's okay. We, we don't care. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. We are going to jump into our three stars of the week. Our third star is the entire Penguins team. I feel like we've been talking about the Penguins a lot. 
We um, have. They've been thriving. Having, yeah, they're having an incredible season on and off the ice. Um, they all just seem like great people. They flew to Montreal from Arizona after the game against the Coyotes, um, and that was around 4 a.m., Uh, because they wanted to be with Chris Letang at his father's funeral, which just touches my heart and makes me so happy that they're, they're that supportive and have that much camaraderie. It just goes to show you like their teammates on and off the ice. And that's the perfect way to be there for your teammate. Like you fly Mm -hmm. in, you make sure he's not alone. Um, They're just showing so much, love and support to him in fact they actually had someone fly from pittsburgh to arizona so that they could have their passports with them when they crossed the border into canada so that they could go into montreal which to me going to the ends of the earth to support your teammate is just yeah really um special and it, i just i think it goes to show you how special this league is and how special the players in this league are too and how much they care for each other so certainly wholesome yeah, very, very. So, um, ugh, that was just, I have no words. Like, it was Props just to them. I just, I want to give them all a big hug for being such awesome people. Um, other awesome people in the league. How many times can I talk about Alex Ovechkin? <laughs> I don't know, a lot. I love my captain with my whole heart. Um, he uh, made an, uh, quote, unprecedented donation. Um, to fund the American Special Hockey Association, uh, the American <laughs> Special Hockey Association. There you go. Which is an organization that creates opportunities for players with disabilities to play the sport they love. Uh, it's a really special organization. Go follow them on social media. So um, Ovi was able to fund the, their teams for the rest of the season. Wow. Um, and he's been partnering with them for over eight years, doing different events with them and donations. So it's a special relationship they have. And just really cool that he was able to, you know, we know that Ovi's making bank. So it's really <laughs> cool that he's using his money for good things and to help other people and help people with disabilities play hockey because hockey is for everyone and we mean everyone. Yes, 100%. 100%. Um. Our number one star, and it pains me to share it, <laughs> is David Poshnok. And um, she says with so much disdain. I'm in, in, in so much pain. <laughs> I'm in so much pain because I was in the building when it happened. Um, he had a hat trick against the Ducks. And it happened on January 8th. His 13th hattie of his career. It's insane. He has 32 goals in 40 games this season. Um, and he scored these two goals to earn him his Hattie with 17 seconds apart. Oof. (laughs) Um, all I'm saying is that I'm really glad he's on my fantasy team. I'll leave it at that. I can't say anymore. It's too painful. (laughs) I mean, I was watching at home and I was in pain. I turned the TV off. I was like, I'm done. We're not watching the Ducks anymore. If anybody knows East Coast, it was late, but. If anybody knows a good therapist in the Orange County area, (laughs) it's your girl up. I can't. I can't imagine. I mean, if you're a if you're a big pasta fan, I'm sure that was great to watch. It was great to watch, but not as a Ducks fan. Not as a Ducks fan. But he's our number one star of the week because I mean that's some incredible hockey playing. That's it's great. It's really great. So. 
I'm trying to tell myself it's great, even though it doesn't feel so great. But good job, Pasta. We love you. We do. Come on the podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> we can't say that we love someone we without almost, going, come on the podcast. We genuinely almost made it through this entire episode without saying that. I know. I ruined it. No. It's a good thing. <laughs> Pasta. Manifesting. Pasta, come on the come we'll, on. The we'll play Barbie girl for you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> If you know, you know. If you know, you know. We'll even provide cool sunglasses for him. We'll, we'll like, put the What the Chow logo on the side. (gasps) There's a merch idea. I like it. Hey, if you have merch ideas, DM us. (laughs) Another thing to DM. We're going to have to have, like, a running list of things that people need to DM us by the end of this episode. (laughs) People, you can DM us about literally anything. We're so good at answering. We DM with a couple of listeners pretty frequently and we love talking to you guys so you can literally dm us and be like i went to the store and the line was really long <laughs> and we'll answer you and have we'll a be conversation. like wow what did you get at the store <laughs> tell us about it how's your day going we basically just want to be your friend so our dms are always open come talk yep. to us and follow us at what the chow pod on every everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> And please, 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 we've gotten some really, really sweet messages from you guys, and we love them so much, but put your sweet message on a review on your podcast platform, (laughs) because we need the stars, we need the reviews, they help us out so, so much, more than you know, and so we love getting the messages from you guys, but also put them on your podcast platform. Help help your girls out. I'm literally going to have to start compiling them and putting them on my fridge, because I feel like they make my day so much better and when i'm spending like grueling hours on canva editing graphics and i see a sweet (laughs) message come in i'm like okay it's worth it (laughs) if we ever go to video podcast our like background should just be like printouts of messages that people have sent us that's so cute that would be really cute we'll see maybe next season people yeah i think that's a good goal manifestation at its finest All right, we're rambling on, so we will wrap (laughs) up here, let you guys go on about your day. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. We hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and uh, we will catch you next time. See you real soon. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.